Welcome to Book Bistro, where book enthusiasts come to chat about the books they love in a warm and supportive environment. Today is Monday, March 18th, 2019. I'm Shannon, and I'm here with Stacy, Brooke, and Natalia, and we are here to tell you about some of our most anticipated books coming out in April. And in case people haven't heard this before, we just have made a list of the things that we're excited about, and we have each chosen four books, and we will share them with you. Stacy will start us off, followed by Brooke, then me, and then Natalia. But before we do that, I have my usual housekeeping things to say. You can find us on Facebook by searching Book Bistro Podcast. Once you're there, you can like and or follow the page. You can find us on Facebook by searching Book Bistro Podcast. Once you're there, you can like and or follow the page. You can also join our Facebook listener group where you can interact with us as well as with other podcast listeners. If you would like to get a hold of us for any reason, you can do that via Facebook or you can send an email. And that address is thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. And I think we are ready to get started. Yay! I am going to get in huge trouble, but I just have to say the most exciting day of the month is April 2nd because J.R. Ward's The Savior comes out. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> All right, then I'll have to join you and say that April 15th is the very, very best day of the whole month because Yasmin Gallinorn is finishing the Otherworld series on that day. Shannon's talking about Yasmin Gallinorn. Oh, my gosh, it's been a while. I just have to say that April 24th (laughs) is the best day because it's my mom's and her twin's birthday. (laughs) And the 21st is my dad's. And that's what I remember whenever I think April. Oh, my God. Anyway, do you have anything you you just need to say really quickly? Um, in April, I, the only thing I'm thinking about is that I have to actually get working on planning my sister's shower that is on April 27th. Oh dear. It's her baby shower. So I should probably get working. I should probably get working on my own. Oh my God. This is so much fun. So I just, I had to just sneak that little (laughs) two second thing. I didn't, I just had to, because I mean, truly it would be abnormal for me not to just say that I'm stoked about April 2nd for that reason. But I'm also very excited because Sarah Morgan's newest book, One Summer in Paris, is coming out on April 2nd. And I, I'm just so excited. I love her. I didn't know that I did. I know. I didn't I know. know. That I and anything that has to do with a summertime in Paris, like I just, I've never been to Paris, but to me it seems like the ultimate place to kind of discover yourself. Yeah. It is the most beautiful, wonderful, so amazing, it, romantic. Oh, I I, someday I will go. Um, so in this book, we we meet Grace. And Grace is really excited because she is going to surprise her husband. Um, after 25 years of marriage, she's going to surprise him with um, tickets for a, a, some time in Paris. Well, Grace's husband has different plans, and they include leaving Grace. So oh, that's a bad plan. Bomb, bomb. So she's like, what do I do? And she's like, I'm going to Paris alone. So she moves to Paris. Well, I know, right? To kind of figure out what the heck comes next. Then there's a young woman from London, and her name is Audrey. 
and Audrey has gone through some sort of event or heartbreak or something of that sort. And she decides that what she really needs to do is just pick up and move to Paris where she does not speak French. And she's going to work at a bookshop. And she is going to live in an apartment next door to Grace. And what the two women are going to discover is that, you know, sometimes the bonds of friendship can really cause amazing things to happen in both their lives. And that's all I know about this book. And I want it so badly because I love reading about Paris and I love Sarah Morgan. So this book, again, is called One Summer in Paris by Sarah Morgan. And it comes out on April 2nd. So the first book that I'm excited about is The Better Sister by Mm -hmm. Alifair Burke. And it comes out on April 16th. In this book, we meet two sisters, Chloe and Nikki. Chloe is more of a straight shooter. She went to an Ivy League school. She got a great job with a well-known publisher. While Nikki was more of a wild child, slept from man to man, didn't really have any idea what she wanted to do in the future. But at some point, their lives kind of came together. And um, Chloe gets her job, gets a job with the publishing company while her sister is married and has a son. Fast forward 15 years later, and now Chloe is married to Adam McIntosh, which is the attorney that Nikki had been married to, while Nikki is off doing her thing and has been declared an unfit to raise her son. So um, Ethan is with Adam and Chloe. One day... Adam is murdered, and his son is accused of the murder. So Chloe and Nikki must come together and reconcile their differences and together support Ethan. And that's really all there is to it. Um, So this book was The Better Sister by Ella Fair Burke, and it comes out on April 16th. Yeah, I've read some Oliver Burke. I like her Ellie Hatcher series quite a bit. Good stuff. So I am excited about this one. So my first pick is The Rose by Tiffany Rice. And it comes out also on April 16th. And this is the second book in her series, which is called The Red. The first book is also called The Red. So in The Rose, we meet Leah. And Leah has just graduated from college, and her parents have given her this exquisitely carved cup as a graduation gift. And it is supposed to be this, like, kind of mythical cup that was used in some, like, very arcane ritual, like, thousands of years ago. And this man named August would like to have this cup for himself. So he tries to get it from Leah. And somehow the two of them end up in this kind of fantasy land with all these sort of sexual fantasies. And I don't fully understand how this happens, but somehow it does. And if Tiffany Rice writes about it, um, I'll, I'll follow and see how it goes. But apparently this then 
sort of increases both of their interest in this cup and in starting a relationship with one another. Tiffany Rice writes some amazing erotic romance, and erotica is not always my thing, but I will pretty much read anything that Tiffany Rice writes. So I am certainly excited for The Rose, which is book two in the Red series by Tiffany Rice. And I'm not clear how this relates to 2018's The Red. Um, like when I looked at the, at the synopsis for this one, I was a little bit confused how the two kind of tie into each, into each other. But I imagine I will figure it out eventually. So the first book I'm going to talk about is called Give Me Some Sugar, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Give Me Some Sugar by Molly Yay! <laughs> I know so last excited. month I talked last month I talked about a few pecans short of a pie. And now we're gonna talk about give me some sugar. I'd save a truck, ride a redneck. That's the prequel. So you can start there just to see where, where we're coming from. But this story is about Duffy. And I've been waiting for his story forever because you know, I just have. And this story is about a young widow who comes to the town of Lake Sackett, and her name is Lucy. And, you know, her husband just died because he's apparently a cheapskate. So instead of hiring somebody to repair his truck, he was trying to repair himself. And <laughs> the truck turned on him, I guess. Kind of oh. like a, 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 you know, Stephen King novel. But Right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, but alas. So anyway, so she goes to Lake Sackett to lick her wounds and open her bakery. And she, you know, everybody's, you know, coddling her and saying that all she should do is cry and be sad but you know her little she has a dirty secret which is that she's not sad life is a lot easier without her husband being around I mean she wishes he hadn't died but she's realizing what a soul grind her marriage was and then here comes Duffy he's been in love with her since they were kids and he never never confessed it to her so he's going to help her build and renovate the building that she wants to use for her bakery. And oh. here we are hoping that sparks will fly. So this is Give Me Some Sugar by Molly Harper. And it comes out on the best day ever, April 2nd. Oh my gosh, that is a glorious day of happy oh. reading. So we're talking, you know, Natalia just talked about Molly Harper, who makes her so happy. And, and every once in a while, an author comes along just when you need that author to come along in your life. And that author right now for me is Alexa Martin. Um, I read, yeah. yes, I know. I read her first book in the, the playbook series. I read it probably in January and it's called Intercepted and it was fantastic. <laughs> so on April 23rd, the next book in this uh, playbook series, which is called Fumbled, comes out. And this book is about Poppy, who uh, was with her high school sweetheart, TK, until he went off to be like a, a big shot football player. And I think they have some secrets. Um, I think Poppy has some secrets from TK and she moves away and she has begun a new life with her, with her child. And, and then all of a sudden, 10 years later, here comes TK and he's playing for a team, I believe um, in the city where she is now living. And so it's about, you know, how this guy who kind of went off into this, world of football and you know women and everything um and and has always been you know totally in love with that lifestyle but way back in his youth um his entire life was poppy 
So the question is now, are the two of them going to be able to rekindle their romance from high school? Um, but it just, you know, I love Alexa Martin. And so I know there will be laugh out loud moments in this book, just like there were in Intercepted. And it'll be deep also and beautiful and fantastic. So this, again, is Fumbled, the playbook book two by Alexa Martin. And again, it's coming out on April 23rd. So mark your calendars, friends. So the next book I'm excited about is called I Know oh, yes. Who You Are. And it's by Alice Feeney. And it comes out on April 23rd. Um, so this book, in this book, we meet well-known actress Amy Sinclair. And um, one day she comes home from a film shoot to find her husband's wallet and keys on the dining room table. But her husband is nowhere to be found. This is not too usual because normally he would take his wallet and his keys. But she's not too worried about it because they had a fight the night before during which she told him that she wanted a divorce. Well, the next day she goes for a run and stops by her local coffee shop to have a coffee. And she, her card is declined. Um, she calls the bank to just to discover what is going on and she finds out that her bank account has been emptied and it has been closed um she thinks it was her husband who did it but the bank informs her that it was actually her so this kind of begins this bizarre rabbit hole that she falls into and of these like unbelievable problems that occur well, during this, also, there's a story of five-year-old Amy, who wandered off and met up with some strangers, and some bad things happened. Well, we don't really know what these bad things are, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how these two stories of present-day Amy and five-year-old Amy are intertwined, and how they kind of relate to present-day Amy's situation. Um, the only thing I do know is that there is a stalker and the police don't really believe her. So I'm really looking forward to finding out how this all will fit together and how it will conclude. So this was I Know Who You Are by Alice Feeney and it comes out on April 23rd. I loved Sometimes I Lie. So, so let's go to Hollywood in 1921. Oh, yes, please. So my next pick is City of Flickering Light by Juliette Fay. And I really, really loved her 2016 release, The Tumbling Turner Sisters. And I think I'm probably a little bit more excited about this one than I was about that one. So this is the story of three women who end up in Hollywood in the 1920s. And the Hollywood, you know, it's not a super friendly place. We hear about women having all kinds of struggles in Hollywood today. So if we think about how that would have been almost 100 years ago, um, I'm not thinking it was a great thing. But these women are determined that they are going to come out on top of this whole Hollywood thing. One of them wants to be a famous actress. One of them thinks that her place is behind the camera as a director, and we don't know a lot about the third woman. She's kind of a dark, shadowy force in the background of their relationship. So 
I love these kind of historical Hollywood stories. And I am super excited to see what this is going to be like. And this, again, is City of Flickering Light by Juliet Fay. And it comes out on April 16th. That looks good. So the next book I'm going to talk about is about this author that Shannon introduced me to, actually, with this book called These Things Hidden. Oh, oh I love God. These Things Hidden. What a twist. This is Before She Was Found by Heather Gudenkoff. And, you know, I talked about a book that had a kind of not the same premise, but was about friendship. I like thrillers that involve friends um, and a secret. I don't know why, but I just do because usually the secret is so juicy. (laughs) And maybe because I don't have any secrets, I like reading (laughs) about them. So this book is called Before She Was Found by Heather Gudenkoff. And it's about three young girlfriends and a dark obsession. So these girls, um, they're 12 years old. Uh, The only one we know about is Cora Landry. They have a sleepover with their friends. And now reading these thriller, you know, synopses, I understand why my mother never allowed sleepovers. (laughs) (laughs) Because bad things happen. Bad things happen. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So she was going, they were going on a sleepover. And, you know, they were playing, they thought it was going to be a normal sleepover, watching TV, eating popcorn, talking about boys, playing on the Ouija board. Oh. Oh. And, well, they just decide to sneak out and do some pranks. I guess they live by woods. And we don't know which one. They don't, it doesn't tell us in the book, Jackie. But basically, when the night is over, one of them is bloody on the train tracks. Yeah. And something happened. Oh. And we don't know how it happened, why it happened, or who caused it. And obviously, you know, the only ones that can tell are the three girls that were there or weren't there. And I guess we're going to have to read and figure out what happened. We have to wait. It doesn't come out April 2nd. No, it doesn't. Before She Was Found by Heather Gudenkoff comes out on April 16th. And I'm I'm really excited about this because her mysteries are always so... I never know where they're going. So I have to be completely transparent and say that the next author I'm going to talk about, I'm kind of hot and cold on. Sometimes I really like her brand of storytelling and sometimes it's not necessarily my thing. Um, But this book uh, is called The View from Alameda Island by Robin Carr. And it looks like it's probably a standalone novel. And it's about a woman named, um, I believe her name is Lauren. And she and her wife, she and her wife, she and her husband have been married. She could have a wife. She could have a wife. um, But that would change part of the premise of my, of this story that I'm going to talk about. But she and her husband have been together (laughs) for 24 years. And from the outside, her life looks really picture perfect. She has two beautiful daughters who are off at good colleges. And, you know, she has this husband who appears to be very loving in public. So we all know what that really means, right? So her husband is not that way. And she decides that she is going to walk away from everything to do with this man and and her marriage um, and start over, start afresh. And uh, when she does this, she meets this man who in the book jacket was described as a kindred spirit who's had some troubling things go on in his past as well. But the issue is that her husband is not ready to let her go. And that's all I really know about this book. And so I, I'm looking forward to reading it. Um, I have really enjoyed some of the books by Robin Carr that I've read, um, particularly her standalone novels I do enjoy. But sometimes if I need a dose of um, like saccharine small town fantasticness, I will pick up like a Virgin River or something like that to read. But anyway, I'm looking forward to this book. And again, it is called um, The View from Alameda Island and it's by Robin Carr and the release date is April 30th. 
So the next book I'm going to talk about is Hide and Seek, and it's Criminal Profilers Series 1. And it's by Mary Burton. I haven't read any of her books yet, but this looks this book looks great. So we in the book we meet Special Agent Marcy Crow. Um, so Marcy has just survived a hit and run, and she's getting back to work. She's decided that she would like to be part of the FBI's elite criminal profiler um, team, and to Kind of as an audition, she's offered to investigate the bones that were found of Toby Turner, who went missing 15 years prior. While investigating the um, while investigating the case with the local sheriff Mike Nevada, um, she, they discover that. There have been several other disappearances around the same time as Toby. Um, and while interviewing some victims and other and kind of doing more digging into the whole case, they learn that this um, unsub is has kind of evolved from being just not just from being um more of a sexual offender to being a murderer. So we, the whole idea is kind of like, will Marcy and Nevada solve the case in time before Marcy becomes the center of attention of this serial killer? So I'm quite interested in seeing how this all turns out and how the romance side of the story kind of develops. Um, I absolutely love, I love criminal profiler books. So I'm really looking forward to checking out this author. So it's Hide and Seek, Criminal Profilers, number one by Mary Burton. I read The Dollmaker by her, which is... Yeah, you got me into her, actually. Yeah, The Forgotten Files. Um, Book one, book two actually i think the the shark is the shark is book one so i feel the need to lighten things up a teeny tiny bit and talk about some young adult fantasy this is king of fools the shadow game book two by amanda foodie and i really really loved last year's ace of shades And before that, her debut novel, which is Daughter of the Burning City, was also super amazing. So Amanda Foody is just one of the best YA fantasy authors out there, I think. So this story takes place in what is known as the City of Sin. And our main character is a young girl named N, like the letter. And she's come to the City of Sin to find her missing mother. When she's there, she joins forces with the leader of a street gang, and his name is Levi. And together, they uncover some very dark and disturbing truths about the magic that is keeping the city of sin alive. So book one ended on a bit of a cliffhanger, 
And so now we are going to find out what happens in this next chapter of N and Levi's adventure, as well as this really nice slow burning romance that is blossoming between them, even though there are things about each of them that the other is not sure that they can trust. So I am super excited about this. Um, Amanda Foodie is just so, so amazing. So again, this is King of Fools, and it is book two in the Shadow Game series by Amanda Foodie, and it comes out on April 30th. I'm so glad it's finally coming out because since the first one ended in a cliffhanger, and oh, I, know. Reason, I haven't wanted to read it because I can't oh. deal with cliffhangers. So I, I always just rather wait. Me too. I, so the next book I'm going to talk about is by our beloved author, Kelly Armstrong. She's Canadian, like Brooke. She is. <laughs> and then she must be good. She is good. <laughs> <laughs> right? So this book is coming out sad on April 30th, and it's called Cruel Fate. But I can't talk to you about Cruel Fate because Cruel Fate is book six in her Kelly in her Canesville series, I was going to say Kelly Armstrong series. <laughs> no. In her Canesville series. And this is not a series that you can just pick up any book and read it. You must read them in order. And you need to start with Omens. You have five books before April 30th that you can read. So you have a lot to do. And oh, I love that. Get going. Start now. So these books are about a girl. She is actually a girl because she's 24. Huh? <laughs> Almost lady. I'm not a girl, I'm not yet a woman. Okay, anyway, Olivia. And she comes from this awesome <laughs> family. <laughs> Please don't delete that. I want to laugh about it again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. This, this woman on the cusp of adulthood, Olivia, she's 24. She's from this awesome, prominent family. She's got a great job. She's engaged to be married. And then her life just shatters because she finds out a very deep, dark secret about herself. And it's not a spoiler. You get it, like, I think the first paragraph or, or pages. She is adopted. Bum, bum, bum. Right. And she was never told this. But not only is she adopted, but... Her parents are Todd and Kamala Larson. And of course she knows who they are. Everybody knows who they are. They are famous serial killers that are spending life in prison. Oh my gosh. So can you imagine you just find out you're adopted? Your parents are serial killers. So, I mean, you know, I imagine. It, <laughs> can it you picture the conversation? Response. Like, oh, honey, we just never wanted to tell you you're adopted. And T.S., your parents are the like most notorious serial killers the century's ever seen right <laughs> can you yeah, imagine great can you imagine because first of all i mean it's, you don't only have the whole you know oh my god somebody you know abandoned me i wasn't wanted but then you have like oh, is, is killing in my genetics am i an evil human being and it's you know it's funny but really people do wonder these things those things are totally normal i couldn't blame her so she goes around and investigates her parents because she wants to know you know about them why they did what they did who they are what's going on and she ends up in this in the town of Canesville and it's this very old community that seems to know who she is and they take interest in her efforts to uncover her parents past and she also meets up with this former lawyer who his name is Gabriel Walsh and he wants to 
learn the same things she wants to learn, but she doesn't know why. It's kind of mysterious. Why is this guy helping me? So anyway, this is Omens by Kelly Armstrong. The the book that's coming out in April, though, it's Cruel Fate. It's book six. We are very excited about it. It's coming out April 30th. You have five books to read. So maybe by April 29th, you'll be at the end of book five and you won't even have to wait. It'll be great. I'm really excited about this next book. It is by an author that is new to me because this is her debut novel and it's called The Abolitionist Daughter by Diane C. McPhail. And it comes out on April 30th. And this book takes place in the South and it sounds like it's going to take place just before and during the Civil War. And this book is about a young woman named Emily Matthews who in 1859 intervenes and begs her father to rescue a slave named Nathan who is being tortured and I believe that um, they're going to, he's going to be sold. Uh, to someone else away from his family. And so her father does intervene. And so her father is a Southern gentleman who is actually, he runs a school to teach. um, I just, I hate this word, but he teaches slaves to read and write and educate slaves because his goal is someday they will be free and they will have then a, a skill to, to use. And one of the, the women who has been educated by her father is named Ginny and Ginny um, is a companion to Emily and sounds like she's basically her. um, She kind of keeps her, uh, she's like her conscience and kind of, you know, is like her sounding board for things. Well, this, this um, rescuing of Nathan um, kind of puts things in motion. And through this, Emily meets a doctor named Charles And Emily and Charles um, begin this courtship when he comes to tend to Nathan and everything's going great until they're, they're either, I'm not sure if they get married, but anyway, it gets disrupted by um, some sort of event and lies that tear two families apart. And Emily kind of has to learn about an inner strength she didn't know that she had, and she discovers a love she didn't know about. So this looks like a really good book and I'm I'm excited to read it. And again, it's called The Abolitionist Daughter and it is by Diane C. McPhail and it comes out on April 30th. I was really excited about that when I saw it too. Yeah, it looks like the kind of historical fiction that I enjoy reading. So the last book I'm going to talk about is The Secrets We Bury, The Undertaker's Daughter, number one by... Deborah Webb. So this book comes out April 30th. In this book, we meet Rowan DuPont, and she's coming home to Winchester, I think it's Winchester, yeah, Winchester, Tennessee, and she's coming home to run her family's funeral home business, because her father has been murdered by her friend slash mentor whoa so tragedies like this aren't new to rowan when she was 12 she lost her twin to a drowning and also her mother subsequently committed suicide so when she comes back home to her hometown there's a lot of questions about that kind of come up for her and that she really feels need to be answered such as was her sister's accident really an accident and what really forced her mom to commit suicide 
while this is all going on, her serial killer pal has followed her, and they're he's kind of causing some issues for her. So I'm looking forward to seeing how this all kind of comes about and what kind of happens in the book because it sounds like a pretty interesting premise anyway. So the book is The Secrets We Bury, The Undertaker's Daughter, number one, by Deborah Webb. As an aside, I absolutely love Deborah Webb's books. I just finished her Faces of Evil series, and it was fantastic. So I'm really, really hoping that this series will be one that I can learn to love as I well. I read, like, the first four Faces of Evil books, and then I sort of got distracted, so I need to go back and finish that up. So my last pick can make us all depressed because, I don't know, I kind of like to be depressed sometimes, I think. And this is Miracle Creek by Angie Kim. And this is the story of a Korean family who has developed some sort of experimental medical technology. And they've made some kind of big claims um, about this thing that they've developed. Supposedly, it can cure things like vastly different things like infertility and autism. And I'm not sure how it can do that. Um, I'm not sure that anyone really knows. But there are a number of people who come to them and agree to try this experimental technology. But as a result, an eight-year-old boy with autism dies. And the question is, is his mother somehow responsible for his death? Or is this family who created this technology to blame? And so this is kind of in the vein of like Little Fires Everywhere by Celeste Ng or The Care and Feeding of Ravenously Hungry Girls by Anissa Gray is the story of a family in the middle of tragedy and chaos and flux with a courtroom battle kind of running through the center of the story. And since, yes, since I really loved Little Fires Everywhere and The Care and Feeding of Ravenously Hungry Girls, this looks like something that I will just devour. So I cannot wait for it to come out. It is due out on April 16th. And it is Miracle Creek by Angie Kim. So the next book I'm going to talk about is not going to make us depressed. It's going to make us really happy, even if it's a murder mystery. Because I've been waiting for this book forever. I actually think in another podcast, I talked about when is this coming out? And we didn't know. And then two or three weeks later, I saw that it's coming out on April 30th. This is Willing to Die. Oh, yes. To Die, number eight by Lisa Jackson. Oh, I do like her. Yes. Oh, my God, yes. I love these books Pascoli and Alvarez, yes. Yes, yes. And, you know, these books are about detectives, and they are, each book is a murder mystery. So I guess you could read each book um, standalone, but I require, recommend not request i request and i recommend <laughs> so i recommend that you suggest read what that you suggest i suggest recommend request that you read them in order but this one is called willing to die and it comes out april 30th and basically it's about a man and woman who gets shot in their home they're found dead with a gun shot through their head execution style and huh 
Who are these people? Well, they are Regan Pascoli's sister and husband. Oops. Oh no! Ew. Yes, which are it's in the book jacket, so I didn't spoil. Yeah, that's that's no good. Yes, and she was never really close to her sister, so she's on maternity leave, and she's you know dealing with her sister's daughter because of course her sister's daughter goes to her since there's no one else, and she's dealing with a killer even though she's not working but it turns out that the killer wants revenge for something and we don't know what it is he's just hunting down everybody she loves and so she has to be extra extra vigilant and we just have to figure out what where this is coming from because i've read all the books and i'm even like oh where's this coming from i'm behind i need to catch up with this i'm not i'm not behind so this (laughs) is a complete new twist so this is willing to die lisa jackson to die book eight you have seven books before April 30th. So imagine you, you catch up with the Lisa Jackson and the Kelly Armstrong. You are set for the next month, my friends. Yeah, you've got like a lot of things to read. <laughs> All right. That does it for us this evening. Thank you to Stacy, Brooke, and Natalia for sharing some of your most anticipated books of April. Thanks, as always, goes out to Christine for the stellar editing that she does on each and every Book Bistro episode. And thanks to all of you who have joined us for the Book Bistro journey. We appreciate it so, so much. If you would like to let us know how we're doing, give us some feedback, please feel free to leave a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or whichever other platform you use to access the show. Not only does it tell us what you think of the show, it also helps other book lovers find us, which would be a lovely thing. I hope all of you have a fantastic week. I will be back on Tuesday morning with some new release information and some number of us will be back on next Friday with more fantastic books. Take care, everybody.